to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back once again to another episode. I am Alexa, and with me is Ambrosia the Great. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Haven't heard that Ambrosia one in a while. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a lot to live up to. It's intense. <laughs> Ambrosia the Great. It, uh, it makes me think of like you with a cape. It makes me think of me with a lion mane. mane. Oh, yeah. I like that. How in theme. I- it is in theme. Lions everywhere right now, you guys. Last night I was watching uh, – I don't even know. I didn't have this on, but my boyfriend had it on. It was like the Serengeti on like the Discovery Channel and it was like, oh my god, wait, I have to talk to you about this. Shoot, I should have told you this on another <laughs> episode. But uh, it was all about this like lioness who had had a cub – had had cubs outside of the lion pack and okay. then the – the lion was like hunting her, like trying to kill her and her cubs because she had them outside the pack. And I'm asking my boyfriend, I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, well, she had cubs outside the pack. And I'm like, wait, what? That happens? And like lions? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, but that's like such a human, like societal thing. And he's like, no, it, it still happens with lions. And I'm just like blown away. So that's nature whole- is serious stuff. Nature is no joke. My husband was yeah. telling me a story. I, I promise we'll come back to the topic. My husband was telling me a story about how when he was a kid, he had a pet rat and the rat had babies and then the rat ate the dad and then he ate all the babies. Yeah, I've heard of that happen before. How traumatic is that for a child to what? watch? <laughs> what a happy start to our episode. Happy Wednesday, everyone. But that's nature. That's just nature. I think that's our point. Um, awesome. Well – we're not alone. We have a beautiful guest. Heather Christian Strang is a best-selling author, mystic, and love activist. She's written eight books, including her recently released number one best-selling book on Balboa Press, Love Now, Your Daily Dose of Love and Miracles, and her spiritual romance, The Quest series, endorsed by Gabrielle Bernstein. She has written for and been featured in Bustle, Spirit Guides Magazine, The Huffington Post, Elite Daily, and Elephant Journal. Christian is an ordained minister, master-level success coach, certified Parama body talk practitioner, barefoot doctor, and graduated summa cum laude with a bachelor's degree in English and women's studies. She is currently completing her doctorate in metaphysical psychology. Christian is also the founder of Rising Up for Love, a love-based organization with the sole intent of bringing more love to the earth plane through meditations, love activism trainings, emotional empowerment tools, and more. Hi, Christian. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you for being here amongst all of these other things you're doing. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love what you ladies have created. And I, I feel like I could have dived into that conversation about the lioness and nature because the lionesses have been everywhere with the Lionsgate. Yes, absolutely. Everywhere, everywhere. And, and what does that mean to you? What is like the lion and the lioness energy mean to you, Christian? It hasn't had a lot of impact in my life. It's only been recently. My husband actually proposed to me on 8-8, which, you know, is the Lionsgate. And it was only this year that I started doing some research about what that meant. It's linked to ancient Egyptian, you know, rituals, which I have a connection to from previous lifetimes. So I was really inspired by that. And then I just noticed that the energy of the lioness, that like powerful, divine, beautiful um, energy was just like coming in, like you, you know, your boyfriend's watching the show and there it is. And I felt like everything I was reading or picking up or seeing was carrying that. So it felt like a really important reminder for all of us to step into that fierceness. And that's something that um, has been a big theme for me of recognizing that love is actually a really fierce, powerful, grounded energy. And I feel like that's what the lioness is, you know, sh- showing to us. Mm, I love that. And love the word fierce too. I feel like fierce is very like ener- – it's it's such an energetic word. Like I can't remember the last time I've heard that word recently and I feel like even you just saying it like changes my whole energy field. Fierce. Yes. Absolutely. We tend to think of love as like this or at least I used to think of it as like this airy, fairy, like romantic – thing. And as I've, you know, progressed on my spiritual journey, it's just come in so strong, especially at this time in consciousness, that love is like this really fierce grounded energy that we're all being invited to step into. And that, like you said, it just kind of calls me forward in another way when I hear that. Yeah. And like fierceness in the way of, like you said, we all think of love as like, oh, you know, like love, it's just like a mushy gushy or just like a, almost like a weakness. A weakness, right? Because exactly. if you're in love, yeah. then you're weak. Yeah. But really, love is a fierce. I think you called it like a power. You know that we can use to transform our world. Which is- exactly, and that's the call of the time. That actually, love is like the most fierce, transformative energy that's so needed right now. And and so it's easily been dismissed, right? When people come in over, we can see it over history, right? It's, it's about love. It's about love. And they either kill those people or, you know, everyone just sort of like laughs and says that's ridiculous. But that shows a misunderstanding in the frequency of what love actually is, right? So my my whole like work is about bringing this energy of love and not in this way that is like this airy fairy piece, but this way that will embed it into our consciousness so that we can really show up as the fierce, powerful, transformative beings of love that we, we truly are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and- and why don't, you know, since this is the first time you're on our show and you we just ran down a list of just some amazingly interesting sounding things that you're involved with, which like I wanted I want to understand what is a parama body talk practitioner that sounds so fascinating. Yeah. Um, but actually before we get into all those things, why don't you, you know, tell us a little bit about you and about your story and what your upbringing was like and, you know, what it's been like for you along this journey to get to where you are now. 
Well, just when you ask me that question, I feel tears like suddenly like come to <laughs> come to my eyes. Um, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness and like raised in a very abusive, chaotic environment with, you know, there's alcoholism and abuse and then an abusive religion. So it was a really intense childhood. I'm the oldest of five girls. So I really took over the role of like protector and, you know, trying to keep my sister safe. For years, I would have dreams where I was like, you know, just trying to keep my sisters safe and get them out of whatever. So it was a really intense um, and not surprisingly so. Right. I've learned that a lot of healers have really traumatic childhoods and often are part of like religious or spiritual abuse um, that they experience. And I know now that's all about so that I could really become who I truly am. Um, but it was a really intense experience. And I left the religion at age 24, which was really a big deal um, because I lost my entire community and my family. And, you know, they're like, you're going to die in Armageddon. Like they, my sisters even stopped talking to me. Like it was just a total shutdown. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through and one of the best decisions I ever made. Because at that point at 24, I really, the space opened up for me to say, okay, what do I believe? What is this life about? I know that God exists. I felt it, you know, but it doesn't exist like that for me. Like what, you know, what is it for me? And so I really went on this journey of trying to understand. I, I studied like every religion and because I was looking for divine truth, you know, and I didn't find it in the religions. And I mean, I studied Buddhism and Judaism and, you know, everything. And I just didn't, I was like, it just feels sort of the same as what I've already been through. Like, there's something more. And believe it or not, and I don't think I've ever shared this before, I would come home on my lunch breaks and watch uh, John Edwards. Do you guys know him? Yeah. That movie? So he would be, and I had never thought of like reincarnation. I mean, I didn't know what I believed about any of that. And I started, he was like on and I was just captivated. I was like, something's happening here. You know, so that was like the start of me just starting to wake up. And, and then I got really sick. Um, a few years later and had like a tumor on one of my ovaries. And it was like this big drama and like, you know, is it cancer? Is it not cancer? And they had to do an emergency surgery. And I was pissed. You know, I did all the right things. I worked out. I ate healthy. You know, I did the things at that time. This was like 2007 or 2006, 2007. I did all the things that I thought you do to be healthy. And I actually had this really synchronistic meeting. I met this woman who told me about John of God, which I'm sure most people have heard about maybe for not good reasons or good reasons at this point. Um, but in 2008, I just knew I had to go. I was getting sicker and sicker and no one knew why. And it was like this medical mystery, you know, yeah. um, which is really a call for spiritual transformation. And I went and had a psychic surgery. I went to Brazil, had a psychic surgery, was completely healed in two weeks. And I was like, all my weight came back because I'd gotten really, really emaciated. All my weight came back in two weeks. I felt amazing. And my periods were totally fine from then on out, like no more issues. Um, so that really was like, what just happened to me? You know, I went on this whole religious quest to try to figure it out. I was like, no, that's not it. I have this experience and I'm like, okay, there is way more to this life. You know, I saw spirits. I had angels come over me working on my body when I was there and I wasn't afraid, which was counter to everything that I had you know, been told and raised to believe. Shortly after that, healing energy started coming out of my hands. And people would say, when you touch me, like things start happening in my body. And I was like, 
what? <laughs> you know, I had no idea. Um, and so again, synchronistically, I was led to the modality of body talk, which is energy medicine, which to me is like one of the most leading edge modalities simply because of what I've seen it do for my clients and also for myself. It just gave me a tool to take that energy that had been opened up. I started knowing things, right? I started having dreams, like all these things started happening. And I didn't know what what it was. I wasn't the person going to the like how to meet your spirit guides class, you know? It was just like this was just <laughs> happening to me. And I was just doing the best I could to sort of understand what it was and learn. So I deep dived into quantum physics and I became a what's called a Parama body talk practitioner, which is an advanced form of energy medicine. And we work with all the Western principles, but also the Eastern. So it's like a really beautiful merging of East West and also the energy pieces. So um, that answers your earlier question. I don't usually go into much detail. I don't know why I am. So I hope this is better. Yeah, we love it. I love it. Yeah. We're, on, good. The, we're on the journey yeah. with you. <laughs> okay, awesome. So really my life just kept opening and expanding. And, and then, you know, I started getting messages from my guides. I started getting more comfortable with my intuition. I feel like the energy medicine work really started opening me up. And so when folks are receiving it regularly as I was, it just helps you get into tune with that part of yourself because it's integrating, you know, the physical body, the emotional body, the psychic body, like just allowing you to become more integrated. So then I started channeling in 2015, which I thought was really weird. And I was like, again, just freaking out because I was like, I don't know what this is. I didn't take the channeling class. You know, it just started happening to me. Um, and again, was one of the most beautiful, the most beautiful writing I've ever done has been the channeled work. We've written now four books that have purely channeled content and it's from my team. I call them now the highest light team um, because there's like ascended masters and archangels and we have an amazing um, gathering of beings that are working with us. And it's just been like the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me um, and the best, you know, it's really life we learn. And I know you ladies get it, which is why I loved your podcast. It, we learn as we mature and develop on this path that there is so much that we don't know that we get to discover and there's so much magic and we have so much support to be exactly who we came here to be in a fierce and grounded and powerful and amazing way. We just, we forget. I think about, you know, where I started from, I had so much amnesia, you know, I literally had no idea every step of the way. I've been like, Oh my God, like what's happening? I can't believe this. And it's the best ever. You know, so I just feel really called as a love activist to have these conversations with you beautiful ladies and, and share this with as many people as possible, because I just thought I was weird and like too different and like I didn't fit in. And in truth, it's like we have these superpowers that we get to awaken to. Yes. Love that. All right. Thank you so much for sharing. That. Thank you for having the space for me to share. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like there's so many, I mean, there's so many directions we could go. I, I'm curious, actually, I wanted to, and I don't know, Ambi, if you're curious about this, but I'm curious about your channeling um, mm -hmm. and what what that's like for you. And I mean, because Ambi channels and, you know, that's been uh, like, it's been a whole different type of experience of even just for the two of us, like just like figuring things out and like understanding how to work with it in the highest way and was writing like the how you first started connecting 
because I've, we, we've talked to a couple of other people who channel and some people like do it through writing. Like that's how they do it. And some people do it through meditation. Some people – it just – so is that how it manifested for you? Yeah, I would say like in 2012, you know, when things really started shifting and we started shifting more into the light, 2012 was when like dead people started coming to me. Um, and I would wake up in the middle of the night and there would just be like a line of people in my room. And I would be like, okay, you guys got to go. Like, I don't know what to do with you. And like, you just have to go. And, and so I started setting the boundary saying like, if you want to come into my sessions, the healing sessions I'm doing with body talk, that's cool. And give people messages. That's fine. But like, I'm not down for you to just wake me up in the middle of the night. So it started there. And then I started just having these amazing experiences of saying, I don't know what this is. This is what I'm hearing. So I would hear it and I would tell people and I would confirm it with muscle testing because I just really like didn't want to say anything unless it was like legit. It just felt so sacred and I just didn't want to mess it up. I didn't have training again in this. And so Um, that's how it started. And people would just start crying and they would be like, how did you know that? And I'd be like, I don't, you know, I'm just hearing this. And then in 2015, I started having what felt like an anxiety attack, which I hadn't had in a very long time. And I heard go sit in meditation. I went and sat and just let that like anxiety energy move through my body. And then I heard pull out your laptop. And then I just started typing. And so my, I just go into like some kind of zone and my fingers just start going. Um, and so that's how the channeling has happened for me, where it's all coming through um, the, my fingers, essentially, like it's just coming through in the writing. And it's just like, it feels so amazing. Like it's crazy because when it started, I would have the anxiety attack, what would feel like anxiety. And then I would go into this like bliss state and all of this incredible guidance would come out. Um, now I don't get the anxiety attacks, but in the beginning, that's how it was. Now I just know when it's time, I can just feel them being like, okay, we have a message. So I'll just go sit down in meditation and I just close my eyes and type. If I open my eyes and like try to look at the words, it totally takes me out. So sometimes I'll like just naturally open my eyes, but I'll just look, I'll be drifting. You know, my, my eyesight isn't looking at anything. I'm just over there. Like, Um, But if I ever focus on something that takes me out of the zone. So yeah, I know there's so many different ways to channel. Um, I I came into this life just knowing I was a writer, but I never knew like how it would manifest. So I was like, okay, I channel, right? I never saw that. Okay, I didn't take a course for that in college. Um, So that's how it's manifested for me. And it was actually really um, comforting to me to hear about like other psychics and mediums saying that when they first started receiving messages, they would get like anxiety attacks. And so that helped me kind of understand, okay, this isn't totally weird. This happens for other people as well. Yeah. Because it's like resistance, right? Is that what it is? There's like a lot of energy coming. And me not knowing how to translate the energy. No. And so I grew up when I had my crazy childhood, I would have anxiety attacks. And now I think like maybe I was feeling the presence of higher beings and I just didn't know how to to translate Mm -hmm. that because it was such a different vibrational frequency than where I was at and what I was used to. I'm not exactly sure why else it happens for other people, but that's sort of what I've ascertained that um, that it's really like, it's such a big vibrational difference. And so I'm feeling the gap of that. And then I'm also feeling other energy in my space that I'm not used to feeling. So that freaked out, freaked me out, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, totally. I think that gives, you know, we have a lot of people listening that are, um, 
just starting to like understand or explore their gifts a little bit more. And I think that's really good for people to hear that, you know, um, like that can be the way that you're translating something in the beginning and that, you know, and everything seems to happen in stages as well. It's, it's a process. So, Definitely. you know, it's something you're adjusting to. I mean, Ambrosia, like I, I watch her adjust to things more and more every time like it used to be it used to take so long for her to like go into state and now it's like she can just start talking and like go into it's just cool it's cool how it really is about like our comfort level and what like we're willing to like open up to and how we're adjusting to um that different energy or like you said entity right yeah absolutely and what, so is this something I know, oh, sorry, no, I know as a child, you said that you had anxiety, um, but did you ever have like experiences as a kid that you were thinking like, hmm, this is not normal. This is not what everybody else can experience, I guess is a good way to put it. I sometimes feel like kind of left out of that conversation because I know a lot of mediums and healers like had these amazing experiences as kids. And I don't, I'm like, that didn't happen to me. I was just in trauma, but I did, I did have, I did now like looking back, it's, it's funny how you sort of remember things in interesting ways, but I did know things. So I was like, I was branded as sort of the brat in my family because I would sit at the dinner table and be like, why is dad cheating on mom? And like, you know, why is uncle John gay and married to aunt Becky? Like what's going, you know, I say things and they would be like, you're not supposed to be talking about that. How do you know that? And I'd be like, I just know. Doesn't everyone know? You know, so I had experiences like that. And then I had this really interesting thing when I was a kid that would happen to me a lot where someone would walk past me and I would smell like their, their perfume or cologne or whatever. And then I would start getting images in my mind. And I would think like I was picking up a memory. I was like, am I remembering something? Now, looking back, I was obviously getting, you know, intuitive Sessions from people walking by me, but I had no, I mean, I was in like this crazy Christian religion, you know, I had no construct for that. Like, I didn't even know that was possible. But now looking back, I'm like, okay, I didn't see beings. I didn't, I still to this day don't like to see them. If I see them, I'm like, okay, cool. If you could just, that would be great. <laughs> I had them show up for me a few times, like in full physical. And I was just like, you are freaking me out. You have to leave right now. I can't handle this. Um, so I never had those kind of visions, but I still to this day, like I've had a few of them and I just don't, I prefer it in the dream state, but when they're like in my waking reality right in front of me, it, it always kind of, it freaks me out. So I don't love that. Well, I mean, I, that makes sense because when, if you're at your house and nobody's there and then all of a sudden someone shows up, you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, okay. I was not prepared. Or I read this, um, blog one time about this medium they got in her car and had a person that passed away in their backseat and it freaked her out. I was like, yeah, it would freak me out too. If you're a guy, don't go in my backseat. Like anybody, woman, doesn't matter. Exactly. And I don't care who you are. Don't go in my backseat in the middle of the night. Like that freaks me out. So I get that. Yeah. Okay. I love that this okay. is like – like actually happening to you guys and I was like that person who was like convinced all the time when I was younger that there was like someone behind my shower curtain or someone behind so I would like walk into the bathroom and just like throw the shower curtain back every time be like every time but no one was ever there ever 
But for you guys, it's like, yeah, like there's like legit people like popping yeah. up behind you. It's wild. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I would love to. So you brought up before we started uh, this interview about the topic of – and this is so synchronistic top, – the topic of um, finding the new earth inside of all of us. Is that what we were saying? And that's such a perfect topic because the episode that was released on Monday, today, um, <laughs> we we actually started talking about that a little bit, about how, you know, this new earth and how, like, it's here. It's just a process of tuning into it and, you know, would love to hear your thoughts on that and, and your perspective on what the new earth is, first of all, because I know everyone's all confused about that, yeah. and, and what that means to find it inside of you. Yeah, I I had no idea that this was on topic. So I love I love it when that happens, right? It's so much fun. I, I still get so like juiced by this journey. And I'm sure Ambrosia, you have that experience too of just like, even though this is like our reality now, I'm always just like so psyched when it lines up. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, wow, that's so amazing. Yeah. Even though we do that all the time now, but it's just it makes me so happy. Um so yeah, the new earth, because I've been asking my team, I'm like, okay, you guys, what is the deal with this? Like, how is this all working? And it's so funny, um, as humans, we just externalize everything, right? It's such a fascinating experience. And, and my team, my higher self and my team are really talking a lot about that right now, is that, you know, I, I felt like, okay, I'm here for the path of love. I immediately made that about finding a partner, you know, like, oh, the new earth, we've got to go out there and find it. Oh, we've got to, you know, go out and change whatever it is that we want. We want prosperity. We've got to go out and get it, whatever it is. We have a tendency to think that it's always outside of us and that we have to like actualize it through a physical manifestation as the first demonstration of it. And my, my higher self, which I, I call my higher wisdom to just keep it simple for my higher self and my spirit team, um, have really been bringing through the fact that we are like, where's this new earth? And maybe we're going to go to the new earth, right? There's some people talking about that. And yeah, it seems yeah. like throughout religions and spiritual, like throughout history, there's always this story that there's something outside of you that you're going to get to, right? Like the, whether it's, you know, dying and going to heaven or the the J-dubs believed in like the Armageddon story that then would lead to like the new earth. Then what I've been getting really consistently as of late is that the new earth frequency is yes, totally available to us. It's already here. It's already a reality, but it's a reality that we access through our internal self, through our internal work, through our internal vibrational frequency. So you know, we always want the thing to be outside of us to have that physical manifestation to say, yes, here it is, I'm in it, but we have to go first to ourselves and the cultivation of the new earth frequencies within ourselves. My team has been saying like, the most radical thing you can do right now at this time in consciousness is to create a truly loving, peaceful, joyful life. Like that's the most radical thing you can do. And that is how we each create like the new earth right? We think that we're going to this place, but it's a place within us that we have to access. And then from that accessing to then create from that place, and that's the new earth. And that we can literally be in this world and hear about whatever, you know, like there's other things going on around us that are not of the highest frequency, but that we can be living in the new earth frequency. And everyone is, because everyone is creating or co-creating their experience. 
And so I was very confused about like, are we going to the new earth? Like, are we like getting in a ship? Yeah, exactly. Like a Noah's Ark type of situation? (laughs) Are we replaying some of these biblical stories? Like, what happened? Um, And my team has been like, you know, as usual, humans make it like this whole externalized scenario, Um, which I think can feel anticlimactic for folks because there is some kind of, um, you know, uh, sort of addictive high we all get from like, beam me up, we're going, you know. (laughs) Get Um, on the ship, let's go. (laughs) I also feel like that's because it's we we want there to be something happening to us because then we don't have to step up and do the work you know what I mean like do the daily work because really the only way you're going to experience this is if you do the work because that's how you find it inside yourself and it doesn't mean like literally like slaving away it means do the work of getting to know yourself and what your blocks are and what's standing in the way of you connecting with this new earth frequency and that's how you tune into it but I think a lot of us like to think well one day there's just going to be a big flash and then we'll just be at new earth and I don't have to do anything Yes. Yes. And that's a common thing that we've seen throughout history, right? That people like you have groups of people that are just like waiting for the thing to happen to them. And like, newsflash guys, we got to do it ourselves. You know, like it really is. And that's what I loved about this podcast that you both have created is that it really is about doing that inner work and clearing those blockages. Because what were we told? Like, you know, we can have whatever viewpoints we have about the Bible, but the message was the kingdom of the heaven is within. Like, that's legit. So it's like remembering that like that re- it really is a frequency that's within us and totally accessible by us. We just have to clear all the shit that says that it's not or the distortions, the shadow work. Um, we, ha- we have to do that work to get there. I mean, I wanted it to be that easy. You know, like I was raised in a religion that was like, and then God's going to come and then ta-da, you yeah. know. <laughs> And then I was part of the new age community that's like, just read your angel cards and like meditate and it'll happen. And, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with those things. It's just, we've got to go deeper. Right. So right. I, I really feel like that is the call that maybe we don't want to hear, but it's so important. And it really is the richest experience. It really is. Even though we want that instant gratification, life becomes this rich fulfilling deep experience not just riding the surface and waiting for someone to save us you know like my spirit team keeps saying like you have one soul to save and it's yours so get to it you know like that's what we got yeah I I feel like it goes hand in hand with um people that are people that are always okay you know what I mean oh no it's okay it's fine that this happened to me. It's totally acceptable that this person's treating me this way, or it's okay that I don't have what I want in life right now. I know I'll get there. Like you're kind of, you're not facing your feelings. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be sad. But when you just kind of like push everything down, just deal with that later because I need to be happy because that's how I manifest what I want. Like no, like you're missing it. You're missing the point here. And actually, Alexa and I were told something very similar from the Ark Nine is that there are many worlds happening in the same time. And you are choosing which world you're living in in each moment, you know? So it's really, thank you for reflecting that so beautifully. 
Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And I would love to talk with you more about your channeling work because I don't meet people. I didn't even know this was a thing, right? Until it started happening to me. And then I'm like, oh, meeting people that channel, this is so exciting Um, because I don't know. I'm just going with what's coming through. So I just really, I love hearing that. You know, it would be so cool. Do you ever channel and like speak out loud or does does it all come through writing? Okay, never mind. Can't do it, but it's okay. You writing while she's speaking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, and then like someone reading what you're writing. I was, well, yeah, I was thinking, um, it's, I don't, I've had this idea before of like two people who are channeling different entities having a conversation. I like think that would be pretty interesting. Um, I have this like image that like they'll just start speaking in light language and like it'll just be, but maybe that won't really happen. Maybe it'll be super boring and everybody will be kind of like, what is going on Who's here? But talk in, in my language? head, well, like both people that are channeling, like the information that's coming out is just like, bah, 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 bah. you know what I mean? And everybody's like, oh my God, it's so cool. But again, this is not a movie. So. <laughs> movie it's just <laughs> not a Hollywood produced movie there's right? no CGI so you know it's better there's, than CGI I feel it, like. it, well it's every now and then I'd like a portal to come out of my hand I want to see it I want to like be like Iron Man is- I don't know I just want stuff like yeah. that to happen today I the exact same thought today. I was like wearing these sunglasses and I looked up at a light in my building while I was walking and I saw all these like – it was from the sunglasses but it saw all these things coming out and I was like, what if I – this is my real eyes and what if I just pretended this is my real eyes and not these sunglasses? I was like, I don't want to take these sunglasses off. I just want to see this all the time. But honestly, recently – yesterday I had two moments where I swear I saw like a light being um, standing – behind and to the left and it was like almost like a Star Trek thing like the way they materialize in a place you know when you be, speaking of beaming someone up you beam someone up and then they beam them down or whatever I, I it was almost like they beamed them down but I only saw them for like a flash and I saw something else in the corner of my, I don't know I feel like I, I'm picking up on things but yeah I, you, you mean like you want to like really see like the, your power coming out of your hands right. and all that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all that. I for had sure. someone actually, if we can just jump around for a second. Yeah. I was doing um, a live event this weekend and I had someone sitting there talking to me. She's a professional medium and we were talking back and forth and all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I see your guide. And I was like, cool. Is he tall? What's he look like? You know what I mean? And then he's, she's like, no, it's just a ball of light. And I was like, what? Say that again. And she's like, it's just a ball of light right next to you. And I looked and I didn't see anything. And I was like, maybe that's your guide, sweetie. Cause I don't see anything. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that message is for you. And she's like, but I don't understand what I'm seeing. So we talked about it. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. When you are looking at someone and then you look away and you see their image, right? Um, So I see that all the time with every object that I see. The computer, if I look over here, I see an image of the computer. But then also, so I'm looking off in my office right now and there's nothing in this wall, but it looks like they're are boxes and octagons and different shapes just in the air. So I see those light things all the time. I've gotten very used to it. I don't have anything wrong with my eyes. I've been in the doctor and whatnot. Um, 
But it's interesting because I was like, well, maybe you're supposed to see what I see for some reason. And she's like, well, that's a little jarring to see that. And I was like, yeah, you get used to it. And like, <laughs> it just, you just kind of work with it. And she's like, okay. But it was funny because every five, every few minutes, she'd be like, oh my God, there's another one. I'm like, yeah, just breathe. It's fine. They're fine. You're so good. she's like picking up on how you translate things? I think so. I think Interesting. so. Right before that, I had had a healing session. I had a headache and I had one of my friends put her hands like this to me. And all of a sudden, remember that story I told about the face disappearing? It happened again. And yeah. I was like, what face disappearing? I, I told this story before. Um, I'll tell it later. It's not my, it's not my hour. It's not my hour. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, the point is it was really cool. Her face disappeared. So do you have any experiences like that with people? I mean, what, what is your experience? Let's talk about you. <laughs> no, I love hearing this. this is, I love it. So I feel like it's really going back to what Alexa was saying of like, you know, it happens in stages for people. And and because I wasn't comfortable seeing, then I, I see like what you were talking about. I'll see the outline of the, of the spirit or I'll see, you know, the ball of light or I'll see, you know, look at someone and then I'll see their aura or, or whatever we would call it, their energy body when I turn and that feels more comfortable to me than a live in-person like spirit being holding my hand, which happened one time. And I was just like, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. You're overwhelming my nervous system. Um, but I feel like it's so important to just like really honor where everyone's at because when you're talking about the, um, what it would be like if two channels, you know, we're talking and like uh, what I saw and what I heard was like, we already are like that's what's, <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Exactly. They were like, "Oh, that's already happening." You know, yeah. like, <laughs> for that. So, oh my god! Yeah, I know. I love this journey of like how the evolution happens of it. You know, where just more and more is revealed, and it's really so brilliant, right? That like they gently, you know, sort of guide us through this process. It, you know, it seemed jarring for me at different points. But certainly, like, if they had taken me from, like, crazy Christian religion to channeling from the highest light, there's no way. I couldn't handle that. It needed to be, you know, a whole, like, 15-year, 16-year process. So I just think it's so amazing that we all have these different gifts and all these ways. And it's so inspiring to me that we're really bringing through very similar messages. It's just who can hear it from the, the person they need to hear it from. And I always find it just so comforting and affirming you know, that like, oh, we're all getting the same intel, you know, it's like we're distributing it to our communities. One of the things my team told me in 2016, when things in the United States, at least really, it became clear that like we were in an illusion <laughs> previous to that. And then the veil was stripped of that illusion. The guidance was go into your communities and share the love and the light with them. And like, really like create really amazing, vibrant communities. That's where your focus is. Like, and, and I see that because we all are, you know, the light workers, love workers are all over the world. And we've all got these different communities that we're supporting. And then they're doing, they're bringing their light to, you know, their people. And it's just this beautiful way that our gifts all work together. And it's just really inspiring to me and so brilliant, you know, like, God, you know, universal intelligence, all that is, is so fucking brilliant. You know, they think of everything. We're having to really navigate. <laughs> Yes. And we call it like this earth matrix or simulation is like this adventure obstacle course. And we get to decide like what frequency we're going to vibrate at 
to know what reality we're going to live in. So there are these multiple realities happening within this plane and we get to choose through our free will and our vibrational frequency and our choices, like where we're going to vibrate, what we're going to create. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I just got this image while you were talking of a magnet and how like where we're eventually, where we're all headed. You know the way it's like Abraham Hicks is like, it's already, it's done, right? It's already been done. You're just finding the path of least resistance there. That's what's happening, right? And I just got this image for the first time. I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense. It's like a magnet pulling us, everyone, to what we've created, which is let's say new earth, right? The new earth, just to give us a point of destination. So this place where where we're in harmony, we live in harmony, we have peace, we work with our brothers and sisters, you know, um, to create even more harmony and the earth is thriving and all these things that we want, right? And um, I just see it. It's like a magnet. It's just pulling us. But when we're farther away from the magnet, you know, you have more wiggle room. You can kind of, you know, choose. You can jump around, right? Because you're not you, – the pull isn't as strong. But as we get closer and closer to the magnet pulling, it's getting stronger. So you have less time to jump around and less wiggle room. And as you get really close, then it's like, yo, you better pick where you are here because, like, you're you're going, right? So it's – I don't know why. I just got this image of, like, the place we're going is, like, a magnet pulling us. And as time goes on, you know, like, that's why they're saying, like, every day it's, like, the – our um, vibration is – speed the vibration of the planet, our reality is speeding up. And so it's like we can pick these timelines, but we're having to use more energy and more focus to pick the timelines as we get closer to this place we're going. But I, I know we said it's not a place, but you get what I'm saying. I don't know, guys. I just had a whole visualization and it felt really cool to to see that way. It, I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's like a current. Yeah. I really feel like we are existing in this time where it's like instant karma. You know, I think we've all experienced that, right? With the acceleration. It's like, if I take an action that's out of alignment, I get smacked in the face, like immediately. <laughs> the buffer is just like not there anymore. Yeah. And so I really encourage people, like when you're doing your prayers, when you're doing your meditations, when you're focusing your day, ask to be focused on living your highest path and purpose. When you're receiving information, ask that it comes from the highest source, the highest light, you know, just really making your intent that you're going to experience the highest frequency, the highest timeline, the highest support that you can receive. Um, and I find that that really helps us stay, like you were saying, connected to that magnetized energy so that we can meet up and sync up with that new earth, that frequency that's within us and that then is manifested around us. You know what your prayers and intentions are like? They're like filters, they put filters over your reality. They filter out when you're con you're constantly setting intentions and you're making prayers like you're saying to receive the highest good and all that. You're literally like putting a filter over your reality. So all that stuff, it just makes it more likely all that stuff that you don't want to be aligned with filters out and you bring only the best stuff to yourself. Good visualization. I had this um, Saturday night. I left the event pretty late and I – I didn't want to drive home because there are a lot of drunk drivers and things like that. So I'm driving home and I'm starting to worry about everything that could happen. And then I hear someone say to me, 
okay, well, if that's what you want to create. And I was like, no, 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 no. And so (laughs) it's this moment of realizing like, that's not what I want to create. And then um, they said, okay, well then what would you like to create? And so I started imagining like being at home with my kids, tucking them in, giving them a kiss goodnight, walking through the door safely, all of that. And they're like, that's better. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. (laughs) I mean, like reverse, reverse, you know, I don't want to put it out because it is happening at such a faster speed that you really need to be mindful of what you're speaking, what you're, what you're feeling, and then what your intentions are. If, even if it's coming from a place of fear is not your highest good, right? So even if you're coming from a fearful place, you're not coming from your highest good you're not speaking your highest truth. Christian, I have a question for you. Is do you because I joke with Ambie all the time because Ambie's like <laughs> I joke, right? Like Ambie's so she's connected, like she's she can connect, she can receive all this information. And she's like the biggest hypochondriac I've ever met in my entire life. I'm, and getting, I, I'm getting better about you are, it. You okay? are you are getting better, <laughs> but it's still I haven't died in like three weeks. Okay. <laughs> but it's always like this, like, oh my God, am I gonna die? Oh my god. And I'm always like why is that a concern? Because number one, even if you do, like, you know what happens. And number two, like, you could, could you tune in and find out? Maybe I'm just being naive about the process. But the point is, I'm just curious, do you also, I just think it's ironic. <laughs> do you also experience stuff like that or no? I mean, I'm definitely, I'm human. So like, I, or I'm mostly human or partly human. Yeah. I like also, <laughs> you know, have fears and worries. I think we just get better and better at how we interact I mean, I was raised in a really intense, fearful environment. So I realized that like, oh my God, fear has been like running my show for like ever. And so I, it's, it's my process of unwinding, you know, to get out of that and to really come back to what's true and what actually matters. Like, why are we here? What are we doing? We wanted to play this out. You know, we incarnated into these bodies because we wanted to have this experience. We wanted to choose the highest light while surrounded by not the highest light. We wanted to be able to experience joy and love and bliss while on a plane where not everyone is experiencing that. You know, we wanted to be able to choose like in your example, Ambrosia of like, I can choose a thought path or I can choose a different thought path that will give me a different experience. You know, we wanted to learn how to do that, become masterful while in a human earth body. And so I just feel like, you know, any of those quirks that we all have and, and from working with, I've been working with people one-on-one and in groups for over 11 years and everyone has them, you know, everyone has their irrational fears, their irrational worries, like everyone has them. And the whole point is to see them laugh, you know, because it's just so <laughs> ridiculous and then to heal it, you know? And so I just feel like that's just another, another piece of this puzzle. And it's been really fun for me of like setting myself free because I was, you know, so heavily enmeshed in fear for so long. And then like, as my, this 11 years certainly has developed, it's less and less and less and less. Like we're here to experience the unlimitedness of our being while in this earth body. And that's like, you mentioned something Alexa earlier about, you know, like in the new earth frequency, we'll create, you know, from that place of harmony, like we can, look at what, what we've created from fear and worry and all those things. Like think of what we can create when we're like aligned with who we really are. That's what we came for, you know, and that's where like just the next level of juice and, and enjoyment and fulfillment 
comes from. So yeah, I definitely have worries and fears and it's a process. It's been a process for me to untangle them, but it does feel liberating each time. I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I I love what you just said because that's so true. It's so important to remember, I think, when we are experiencing any sort of heaviness or any sort of fear comes back up or any sort of anxiety, it's like, like you said, that's exactly why we came here. Like I always, I keep getting this image that we're like, like superheroes. We came here to realize we're superheroes and we're like saving the world. And, and like we wouldn't want any other scenario than the one that we have now in order to motivate all of us to do. Like I've said this before on the podcast, like is it, is it so sad and also slightly terrifying what's happening to the planet? Yeah, it is. But but isn't it kind of amazing what's happening in order to instigate all of us to be like, guys, like we have to save the planet. Like we get to save the planet or ourselves. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, the, the planet will save herself and and we will. So maybe that we get to save ourselves and, and the planet will get to watch the planet save herself. But, um, you know, I just think it's a really it's cool that we basically have set ourselves up for the biggest like adventure movie ever and we get to be starring roles in it, each one of us. And that's really exciting. So. Amen. It, it is really, really incredible when we can connect back to that truth, because the truth is when we save our soul, we are then saving the soul of the collective and the, the earth. What I've been shown is that she's a spirit. She's going to rock no matter what. Like yeah, how many exactly. civilizations, how many civilizations of humans has she seen come and go? Yeah. Right. And she's like, oh, you guys keep fucking this up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Try it again. I'll you know, do my thing. exactly. She's, she's going to be great, but we eat and we each have the responsibility to treat her with respect. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I was taking out the recycling and my husband is not been a big recycler throughout his life. And he's like, do you think this is really doing, is this really going to save the earth? Like, cause you don't drink, I don't use straws anymore. Right. He's like, yeah. and to go, you know, stop. I'm like, you know, making sure it's not plastic. And he's like, how is that going to save the earth? I'm like, babe, this isn't about saving the earth. This is about saving my soul. And I have to know that I did the right thing. And I chose in the highest light. This isn't like, oh yeah, one less straw is going to save the earth that I'm not doing it because of that. I'm doing it because like, my soul needs to be here and do the right thing. And I can't live here and know that I'm hurting the earth willingly, you know, like I can't do that. So if each of us felt empowered and inspired by that, you know, not like, Oh, the earth, she's going to die. She's going to kick our asses off. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> exactly. enough, you know, she doesn't have a problem, but we do, we have the responsibility. We have to do the right thing for her. And that, because that's doing the right thing for us because we're all connected in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Because how you treat others is really how you treat yourself. Like it's a reflection of how you feel about your relationship with yourself. And I mean, the earth is like our mother. So it's like the biggest reflection of that ever, you know. And I I almost – I was talking – I know we have to wrap up here. But I was talking – I was with my mom the other day and she was telling my partner about how I used to have this really messy room when I was little. And I did. I had like the messiest room ever. Now I'm – I'm, pr- I'm much cleaner, although you see things on this bed, but it's not because of that. It's because we're going to Burning Man and we have things out that we're packing. But I'm a lot cleaner now. Um, but I was reflecting back on that time because my cousin is in like her early 20s. And every time I go into her apartment, I'm like, how do you live like this? Oh, my God. And I – put it together and realize, oh, it's a, it's a reflection of our mental state. It's a, when there's clutter everywhere, that's a reflection. Cause I was just going through a lot when I was, you know, in my adolescence and I just would really didn't, I was not in alignment. I did not feel 
grounded. I just was like, ah, everything was everywhere. So literally in my room, everything was everywhere and I didn't care to clean it up because I was like, this is, I, I don't think I cared about myself very much. And so I feel like this planet and the way that we polluted it, it's a reflection of like, I don't care about myself, whatever. And now we're starting to care about ourselves. So we're realizing, hey, I want to live in a beautiful place. Hey, I want to like I clean up the inside, you clean up the outside. And, and you know, that's why my room is cleaner now because I care about myself. So, um, so I just want to throw that in there. Ambi or Christian. Anyone? <laughs> I was just going to say, so is within is without. So absolutely. When we recognize, you know, the, the deep connection and the way that we're all interconnected and, and how we feel about ourselves is reflected in our external environments. You're exactly right. Like there's just been such a terrible lack of self-love, which is why humans have just created what they've created that hasn't been beneficial for the earth. But as we wake up to our love for the earth reminds us of our love for ourselves and that symbiotic relationship that we get to create and you're absolutely right about that even something as simple as your apartment or your bedroom or whatever it's like it's all just a reflection of what's happening within it it might seem silly but again like we are the microcosm of the macro so if you want to heal the, if you feel a big call to heal the planet heal yourself you know and from that you will only take actions that bring healing to the whole yes <laughs> well said well said beautiful um, well, Ambie, anything you want to say before we wrap up here? I was um, going to ask Christian to. I mean, I feel like I could talk to you all day. But... You should come back on because I don't feel like yes. you even scratched the surface, really. Definitely. I would love that. Cool. Well, um, do you want to share where people can find you and how they Absolutely. can interact with you? Absolutely. Go to risingupforlove.org and we have a free love meditation, channeled healing transmission and grounding treatment that will get you in the frequency of love or higher um, and support you on your journey of being love here and saving yourself and saving the plane, all the amazing things we've talked about. So yeah, if you just go to risingupforlove.org, right on the homepage is the hit yes, please. And you can receive that free meditation and connect with us and um, you can find me on social media and all of that, but the easiest way is go to the free love meditation and we'll send you all the ways to connect. And it was just such a joy to share this time with you ladies. I totally feel like we could talk all day. It was so rich and beautiful. And I hope that it was a benefit to as many people who listen to it and even more and that we created even more love today. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was such a pleasure to connect with you. And we feel the same. I'm sure you'll be back on here. And we'll put the link to your website in the show notes. So everyone just go to the show notes, click from there, or type it in. You guys can type. Um, Okay. (laughs) So uh, we love you all. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.